Next on BYU Sports Nation, five for number five. Mr. Triple-Double Kyle Collinsworth joins us in studio after his record-setting performance. What's the most impressive part about Mr. Collinsworth's NCAA triple-double record? College Hoops analyst Blaine Fowler will give us his opinion on the matter, plus a volleyball sweep and big money on the PGA Tour. Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Jerem Jordan and Brian Logan. Spencer Linton and Brian Logan, that is. Trying to shove me at... That was your fault, wasn't it? It was. You know, I secretly paid somebody to do that. I will not name any names, but I secretly paid somebody to do that for me. I didn't think they were going to go through with it, but now i got to give up some bread, man. I'm going to be broke. we got to give Jeremy's due credit somewhere, right? You got, yeah, yeah, I got to. You yeah. know, he, he sent the nice little text message out and said, hey, you know, uh, you guys kill it today. So I was like, let me give my man some love and uh, see if we can change things up a little bit. <laughs> BYU Sports Nation live in Radio Vision, presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. It is Monday, February 9th. Wherever and however you're dialed in, glad to have you with us. My name is Spencer Linton. That's right. Spencer Linton. Teamed up with Pharrell's wardrobe coordinator, Brian Logan. Hey, you know, I'm I'm happy I got that one. I usually get uh, Miguel, you know, because of my hair. You know, a lot of people are are like, hey, Miguel. Did you mean to say that? I'm happy. Yeah. When I said Pharrell, yeah. was that get it? You got, pun you intended? Got it, right? No, you, you didn't even right. mean to do that. Uh, you know I'm not that smart, man. <laughs> <laughs> Best thing about the Grammys last night, go. Um, that it came to an end. <laughs> <laughs> it was horrible, man. I was sad, and, uh, you know, I, actually, okay, I think the, the best thing about the Grammys was Kanye West going up like he was going to do round two and grab the mic and say Beyonce should have won, and he didn't. He kind of faked, faked everybody out, so that was kind of funny. That that was the highlight of, of the Grammys. Yeah, that was pretty but, funny. But the, the singing. That Pharrell's outfit that you designed, right? I did design that, you know. Me and Jerem did. The yellow shoes, yeah. bellboy. Jerem came up with the yellow shoes, you know. <laughs> That wouldn't surprise me. The conversation alive 24-7 on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN and be a part of BYU Sports Nation. Brian, give the people their Twitter topic. What is the most impressive part about about Kyle Collinsworth setting the NCAA triple record? Triple-double record, sorry. That's a great question. It is. What do you think it is? For me, it's the fact that he tore his ACL last March. 11 months later, he holds the record. I would I would I would say for me that's a that's a good point man that's probably the biggest the most impressive thing for me it's uh his hair swag you know <laughs> looking good while he's dominating is what is most impressive for me I asked him about that jokingly a while back I said how much of your triple double game your mojo has to do with your hair and he said it has everything it has to do everything, with the hair man it's the confidence boost you just walk in <laughs> you just walks into a stadium boom kicks down the doors like I'm ready pass me the ball let's do it let's get it done we break records. They got him a girlfriend as well. So the, right. the hair is it serving helps, its purpose man. in many ways. This tweet in from at COT underscore BYU football, who quite often is first on Twitter in response. He says that he wasn't 100% healed when he started getting them. And that, mm. I mean, that can mean a bunch of different things because he's banged up. Okay, yeah. He wasn't healthy on Saturday. Right, right. No, he's, he, yeah, I mean... He, you, you're never really going to fully recover when you look at when you, when you talk about the physical standpoint, right? Uh, you're, you're never going to have that explosiveness back. You're never going to be right. You know, you can get to a certain point, 
But still, and then you got to think about the the mental side of it, right? Is you know, what if I do this jump stop, or if I plant here, I cut here? You know, how is my knee going to hold up? So for him to go above and beyond, you know, not only physically but mentally as well is definitely impressive. Here are the rest of your BYU Sports Nation headlines. What we are talking about today. Kyle Collinsworth, triple-double, leading BYU basketball to a 19-point road win at LMU. The Cougars once again tied for third with Pepperdine in West Coast Conference play. The Waves lost by 22. Explain that to me, Brian. Er? Mm? Mm-hmm. I don't know, I mean, man. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, dude. I mean, it's, it's, it's weird. It's just up and down, up and down the whole conference. It's kind of... It's kind of weird. You can't really explain. It's almost like any given any given Sunday, right? You know, of course, me being any a given football, day in the West Coast Conference. Me being a football guy, I got to reference football <laughs> uh, when we're talking about basketball. Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. But I mean, it's kind of like that. You know, any given day, anybody can can lose or win at any given time. So it's weird. It's, it's kind of a weird kind of conference weird. year for the WCC. BYU women's hoops beat LMU 74-59. Morgan Bailey with a double-double, 20 points, 12 rebounds for the senior forward. Lexi Eaton scored 24. The ladies have won five straight and 12 of 13. Men's volleyball sweeps Cal Baptist over the weekend. Brendan Sander, the younger Sander. That's right. The, the tradition continues yep. there. Team high kill or team high ten kills on Saturday. The younger, the younger brother is always better than the older brother. I always say that. I'll stand by it. Stand by really? it. Really? Do you have a younger brother? I do have a younger brother. Watch out. But Taylor Watch Sander out. is Watch out. might be the greatest volleyball player ever in the history of BYU. I know, man. I'm just, I mean, Ryan Millar's up there too. But I know, man. I'm just saying. I just stand by it when you look at it because he, the, the younger brother always looks at what the, the older brother did right, and then you know he copies it. And then he looks at what he did wrong as well. So you're saying Taylor did nothing wrong? He was perfect, huh? Pretty much. Pretty- yeah. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. Former BYU golf standout and PGA rookie Zach Blair tied for 11th at the Farmers Insurance Open. That's good for a cool $124,000. Man, yeah, not I, bad. I would, I would quit. I would quit my job with you guys right now if I had that. I'd, I'd be done. I'd no, be rich. No, you wouldn't. I'd be rich, man. What do so, you mean? No, I wouldn't quit. This is your hobby, man. No, I wouldn't. I take you out to lunch every day, though. <laughs> Now that I can accept. <laughs> On that note, rise and shout, my friends. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Five for five, KC triple-double. There's Payne in rhythm for three. Comes up short. Rebound Collinsworth. That, I believe, is the tenth rebound for Collinsworth. It's going to leave him one short, one assist short of a triple-double. And Hallford knocks it down, and that should do it. Collinsworth now is by himself for the most triple doubles in a single season in NCAA history. Congratulations to you, Kyle. You deserve it, man. Yeah, that's right. He does deserve it. Casey Jacobson on the call right there as the analyst for Saturday's game against LMU. Kyle Collinsworth sets a new NCAA single season record with his fifth triple double. 23 points, 12 rebounds, 10 assists. In an 87-68 road win over Loyola Marymount, Kyle will join us in studio in eight minutes. Let's qualify this accomplishment a bit more, Brian. BYU as a program had four combined triple-doubles before the season. No player with more than one. Kyle has five by himself in one season. One season. Wow. Wow. Amazing accomplishment. He's done it in 18 games. Okay, he passes the likes of Jason Kidd and Brian Shaw. Okay, he passed 
Jason Kidd. He's one shy of tying Shaquille O'Neal right. for the career record I mean, of six. You look at those, those the people on that list, and especially looking at looking ahead to Shaq. Man, that that says something for his accomplishment and what he's able to uh, to do, what he's done. Uh, especially when you look at the circumstance, right? As far as his injury and how the season is has kind of um, you know shaped up to be. As far as injuries and not having, you know, really, you, what if what if he has guys that are a little bit healthier, or what if it goes the other way around? I know I'm kind of getting a little bit too deep here, but. Uh, it's still amazing that he's able to 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 accomplish this, man, and, and it's exciting, especially for a former athlete, to see somebody that is coming off uh, a pretty significant injury uh, to accomplish his goal. He called his shot to us, and we've mentioned this a number of times on this program. That last year, Kyle said, "I'm going to get a triple double." I'll ask him if he envisioned five here in a few minutes <laughs> on the show. I mean, he's confident. He was he was ready. This season, he told me last April before the Y Awards, I'm coming back better than ever, man. And I don't care what anybody says. I am going to shock, shock the nation. And this is while he's like in, tra- like in rehab, right? He just right? had surgery. He, just, he had surgery. So he hasn't even started rehab yet. So that's the that, – that, He was on crutches. See, on, on crutches. And I, I love that story, you know, as an athlete because he's like, man, I'm not going to let this hold me down. Uh, you know, I'm going to come back bigger, faster, stronger, and better. Uh, just absolutely kill it and wreak habit. So uh, good for him that he, he, he had that goal and is able to accomplish it. Kyle Collinsworth with a single-season record of five triple-doubles as an NCAA player. He does it in 40 minutes. A triple-double in the NBA is a really tough thing to do. Okay, they have 48 minutes to play. In the college right. game, longer shot clock, less minutes to play. I mean, it's just really impressive. 11 months after an ACL tear. Dave Rose said this after the game, quote, Kyle has an unbelievable game that sets a record that is absolutely amazing. But I hope we're not to the point where that's how he needs to play in order for us to be successful. Hopefully we can grow a little bit and we need to take those types of efforts and use them to continue winning. Now, this is an interesting point brought up by the coach. BYU at 18 and 8 right now. If the NCAA tournament started today, they would be on the outside looking in. They have an RPI in the 60s. But they have Collinsworth and another dynamic player, maybe you've heard of him, Tyler Hawes. Oh, yeah, that guy. (laughs) (laughs) That's the first time we've mentioned his name on the program today. Right, man. Okay, how much do you need those two guys to step up for this team to be successful? So I understand what he's saying here. It's awesome. But we have to figure some other things out. I think I think it's it's too late <laughs> for that to happen. I mean, I understand what he's saying as a coach, but hey, man, like, what else do you have to to do? What where could you look at? You've been struggling, you know, since Nate Austin went out with you know finding a right lineup and, and finding a spark off the bench and and going through injuries. So it's like, where do you what, what do you mean, man? This is this is your bread and butter. This this is your guy right here. Dave Rose is searching for that consistent winning formula. He admits it. He said it. This is the latest in the season. I've been looking for a consistent lineup. It doesn't hurt to have a guy with five triple-doubles like Kyle Collinsworth or one of the leading scorers in the nation in Tyler Haas. But Rose is moving the pieces around those guys a lot to try and find the right combination. And that brings us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Ten. BYU has used 10 different starting lineups 
Brian, 10? Man, that, that, you talk about struggle. The struggle is real this season, has been real this season. Uh, 10 different starting lineups. I think that's also a little bit more impressive uh, with, with, with Kyle and what he's able to do, not really being able to have consistent guys. And, and you know, with, with, with chemistry and basketball, hey, I know how this guy works. I know I could, I could pass to this guy and, and he can knock down this type of shot. But for him to not to have that and still able to produce – you know, I think that's impressive as well. But, I mean, yeah, that, that is the, the, the bigger issue is, you know, finding out who is going to fit. You know, uh, where can I take this guy and place him here? And it's just been a struggle, man. But I think when you look at the consistency as far as Kyle Collinsworth and, um, and Tyler Halls, you've got to use those guys. You have to. You've got to rely on them. And they are. And they are. And we shouldn't, we shouldn't overlook injuries as injuries, well. Injuries as well. But, I mean, I understand – again, I understand where Dave, where Dave Rose is coming from. But if I'm Dave Rose at this point in the season and, and going through those struggles, I'm saying, look here, man. Let me, let, let me use this to spark the, uh, the, the team and, and bring them some added motivation. As a player, if I'm not really playing a, a huge role, uh, I'm going to want to elevate my game and say, okay, the chances of us getting to a tournament, not likely. Um, but you know what? We can still have a new goal this season. We can try to get Kyle to to break the record, to to beat Shaq, not even tie him, but to to beat him. So if that means I got to take some extra shots, you know, get right with my free throws, whatever the case is, I'm, that's what I'm going to do. So I think uh, uh, Coach Roche uses to his advantage. Dave Rose started Kyle Collinsworth, Tyler Haas, Chase Fisher, Corbin Kafusi, and Josh Sharp on Saturday after five consecutive DNPs. He didn't play a minute. He plays 28 minutes on Saturday, seven rebounds, four of them offensive, three assists, a couple of steals, and scored a bucket. Now that screams Nate Austin-type yeah. performance. Yeah, yeah. Kudos, 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 man. You can't praise uh, Josh Sharp enough. I mean, when you are talking about a hustle player, somebody that's scrappy, and as a player, that's just annoying, man. You're just like, oh, why are you going 100% every single play? Can you take a play off, please? I'm over here breathing. I need, I need water. I need air. And you're over here going 110% every single time. So it's definitely annoying. But that's exactly what, like you said, Nate Austin is. Somebody, or was, somebody Credit, that I mean. is scrappy and is going to go that extra mile. Credit to Josh Sharp for taking advantage of the opportunity. Skylar Halford had 18 points. Anson Winder only played six minutes. He had two points. So Skylar's performance, enormous on yep. Saturday. Now, overshadowed by all of those storylines, of course, the triple-double from Kyle Collinsworth, Tyler Haas being quietly awesome again. On his way to making BYU basketball history, Tyler Haas is chasing Jimmer on BYU Ready? Sports Nation. 70 points away from passing the great Jimmer Fredette and becoming the all-time leading scorer for BYU basketball. Tyler Hawes, 70 points away. That's, a, that's amazing. Oh, see, our drum, our drum rolls. That's amazing, man, that we haven't even mentioned his name too much. Uh, you know, he's just cons- a consistent player. That's what you expect. We're going to hear from Kyle Collinsworth next. Think about this. What's the most impressive part of him setting the NCAA triple-double record. He joined us next. Big Russia 5 in studio. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Follow us on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. 
and join us by using the hashtag BYUSN. You got that, Brian? I got that. I told my grandma about it, too. I told her I was going to be on this morning. Hi, Granny. Love you. <laughs> Just getting a shout, shout out, out man. Shout out to Rin, man. Men's basketball on Thursday. BYU will host St. Mary's in the Marriott Center in Provo. You can listen to that game on BYU Radio. Watch it on ESPN2, 9 Eastern, 7 Mountain Time. Our Twitter question today, what is the most impressive part of Kyle Collinsworth setting the NCAA triple-double record? If that in and of itself isn't impressive enough, let us know your response using the hashtag BYUSN. And as a matter of fact, we have brought in the man who produced the magic on Saturday. Kyle, welcome back to the set, man. Thanks. Appreciate it. Okay, so at what point did you realize I just set an NCAA record? Uh, When they took me out of the game, I sat down on the bench. Chase, he's like, hey, did you break the record? I said, I don't know. And he's like, well, you did. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, Chase would say something like that. But he told me, and then it kind of all set in. So it was pretty cool. He kind of wanted to see if, if you knew about yeah, it. Yeah, see, seeing if I was counting stats or whatever. But, no, I had no idea. Did, Sky, did Skyler Halford take any credit for hitting that last three? Yeah, he says if he ever needs anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hit He'll you ask. up, man. Yeah, Let me exactly. Know. Uh, Dave Rose said that uh, at the beginning of the game, you you know, you hit hit the first six points, and you kind of had this look in your eye. He, he knew that you were going to take over the game. Um, kind of talk about how you get into that mode of, you know, that killer instinct. I'm going to take this all the way. Yeah, I think it started defensively. I was just trying to pick up the point guard, harass him a little bit, you know, make big plays on defense. I got my hands on a, a ton of balls during that game, and I felt like that carried on to the offensive end. And, you know, it was a good game to have like that for me, just that, like that look in my eyes, that aggressiveness. And so... It's going to be on the rest of the year. Did something have to happen for you to get that look or, you know, for you to start right away or or is it something that you kind of just wake up and say, you know what, I'm a, I think I'm going to turn it up just a little bit more? Yeah, you know, I said enough's enough. So, and we're going to carry that the rest of the year and, and try to bring that every game. I think you should have enough is enough attitude for the rest of the season. Oh, I will. (laughs) I will. Maybe you should have, like, on your ceiling when you wake up, like a picture that says enough is enough. I agree. (laughs) Reminder. Something like that. Okay, so we heard that there were some some – there's trash talk everywhere you go. But we heard that there was some specific trash talk from the LMU crowd that you weren't going to get the record or triple-double or they were coming after you. Did you even hear any of that? And did it fuel your fire on Saturday? You know, at the very start of the game – <clears throat> Some guy said, you're not getting the triple-double today. You're not breaking the record. And he was wrong, obviously. But I didn't. I totally forgot about that until you oh, said that's that. What, is that why you got the look? Is that why you had that uh, look? No, is that, no. Is that what sparked it? Was that? No. You know, I, I hope you I, found that guy I, after the game. I, I like, know, right? what's up, dude? Thank, thank you for giving me that motivation. It's, it's your reason. You're the reason why. Um, when I played, I loved playing away more than I, I loved playing at home. Not because of the fans or anything like that, but because of you know the fan, the the, the home, the, the 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 team that you're playing, their fans, right. you know, the trash talk and kind of elevates your game a little bit. Uh, a lot of your triple doubles have come on the road. Why do you think that is? Um, I don't know. I think maybe a little bit like you said, you just kind of feel like it's you against everyone. You kind of get that mindset and you get that competitive edge. So maybe that that's why. But I'm not sure. I just try to be aggressive at home our way, and it's just how it turned out. You and I talked at length before the Y Awards last year, I think, or during the rehearsal, 
and it was uh, shortly after your ACL surgery, and you told me that you were going to come back better and stronger. Now, coming back better and stronger, did the vision of that include five triple doubles <laughs> this season? Uh, maybe not five, but I knew I was going to get <clears throat> I was going to get some. I told you I would. I knew I would. I was close last year. And that's just the difference of a little bit more extra work. You know, just doing a little bit more all the time. You know, last year I was off by assist a couple games, and that's just a little bit more. Right. So that's the mindset I have right now is just a little bit more, a little more work, a little more effort, and I'm trying to get that and practice games right now and just finish the season as strong as I can. Sometimes in our lives you have to go through a pretty disappointing situation or a, a tough tough time, and um, you know you end up coming out of it and it makes you a better person. Do you think that this injury has made you a better player and allowed you to, to push for a little bit more? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, when you're at rock bottom like that, not knowing what's going to happen, and all you have to do is just take it day by day, and just mentally, I grew so much, just that day by day mindset, and you know, it's hard, you have to think, in six months, I can be doing stuff again, but you just day by day, so I grew a lot with patience, patience was huge, and just believing in myself, and you know, everyone didn't, when people said, well, he's done, well, he's not going to be athletic anymore, well, he can't do this anymore, you know, just tuning that all out and just believing in myself and keep pushing every day. Kyle Collinsworth, the NCAA single-season record for triple-doubles with us on BYU Sports Nation. Kyle, to say that BYU has needed your five triple-doubles is probably an understatement because you look at how many injuries this team has gone through. Even you, I mean, you, you've you know cracked your back and are playing through some soreness. Anton Winder's knee, Nate Austin has been out for a while with a hamstring. Chase Fisher has missed some games with different issues. Tyler Hawes was out a few games with ankles. How is the health of the team overall right now, and, and uh, how, how much of a concern is that moving forward? I think, I think we're doing pretty good. We're doing better, obviously, than earlier. We're still missing Nate, and, you know, guys are, are banged up still, but it's that time of the year. But I think all these injuries and everything that's happened has made us a better team, has made guys have to step up, and we've had to do certain things, and I think it's going to benefit us down this, this last stretch. Is it more taxing on your body when you get a, a triple-double? Do you come the next day you know, and say, oh, man, I'm a little bit more sore you know, today because of that? Uh, yeah, well, I think just you have to rebound. You have to do everything. So, yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty grueling at times. But, you know, I, that's just the style I play. You know, I crash the boards hard defensively and offensively. And so after games, yeah, I'm pretty sore. Do you ever use that excuse with, like, your girlfriend? Like, hey, babe, can you make me a sandwich? Hey, I was, I was just going to say that. I, I milk that, yeah, all the time. No. Can you make me a sandwich, babe? She no. looks at you like, what? Like, I just got your double. You know. She's an All-American in track, so I'm making her sandwiches. So... <laughs> Nice. That's nice. a slippery slope, right? Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's sore tired, too. So, Nate Austin has joked with me a few times about the fact that he's been out has allowed you to, to accomplish five triple doubles. Right. How, <laughs> what kind of a conversation <laughs> have you had with Nate about that? Well, he knows last year I led the team in rebounding, so there's, <laughs> there's, not, there's not a huge difference. I think this year it's just assist. You know, you look back at rebounding last year, I rebounded the ball. About the same, <clears throat> maybe a little bit better this year. But it's assists. It's having the ball in my hands. It's having guys like Chase, 
Skyler, Ants, and Ty, they can shoot so well and spread the floor. So that's that's been the difference. What, what, what's kind of impressive to me is that the, the fact that of the injuries and just different lineups um, that, that you guys have had starting this year. And, and I know basketball is a, a team game and you have that mm-hmm. chemistry. Uh, but it's really impressive that you're able to, to still have that chemistry with the different lineups. Do you think yeah. that has helped you out a little bit more? Yeah. And like I was saying earlier, that's going to help us this time of year. Someone can go down, you know, you never know what's going to happen. Last year I went down with one game left, and, you know, just having all these situations happen will be better off down the stretch. Where do you think BYU basketball needs to improve the most right now at 18-8 and eight on the season to make a legitimate run at uh, where you want to be in the postseason? Uh, getting stops. We need to be a team that when we need stops, we need to be able to get them. And so, you know, at the Pepperdine game, we couldn't. I'd also say uh, rebounding, too. If we can do those two things, which we will, we're going to be a lot better down the stretch. Yeah, I saw a pretty interesting stat that that um, you guys are 15-0 when you guys out-rebound yeah. your opponent. Yeah. So gotta got to have a strong emphasis on, on the boards. Exactly, yeah. And we're working on it, and we'll be ready for Thursday. Now your coach made some interesting comments after the game, obviously super <clears> high <throat> on what you would accomplish, the triple-double, and, you know... Uh, but he, he also said, I hope that we're not at a place where we have to have Kyle getting 23 points, 12 rebounds, and 10 assists yeah. for us to be successful. So if you aren't getting a triple-double, what, what has to happen? Is it as simple as just getting more rebounds, or is, or is there something else that you feel like needs to happen? I think just getting rebounds and running the team, you know, hitting my shots, getting guys shots, getting guys involved, just controlling the game. Kyle Collinsworth with us on BYU Sports Nation just set the single-season NCAA record for triple-doubles with five. You are one away from the career mark held by Shaquille O'Neal and Michael Anderson. Uh, I know that you try not to think about those things as an, as an athlete, but how do you not think about stuff like that when it's flying across you know, different web pages and your Twitter account and all that stuff? How do you stay focused? I just remember how I got the first five, and that's by not worrying about it, not listening to all that stuff, and just playing my game and, you know, getting my teammates involved and getting them shots. So, you know, I just, it's hard. Everyone wants to let me know I got the record (laughs) like I didn't know. (laughs) Like I got a concussion during the game and I forgot all about it. But, (laughs) But, you know, I just try to just play my game and, play hard and some nights it works out some nights it doesn't so do you think that this accomplishment is is really a a resume builder for you uh when it comes to the nba nba scouts looking at you yeah it's just something different you know and that's what the nba likes is guys that are a little bit different have versatility in their game so yeah i think it's a good first step and i'm going to continue to prove on my game and work on things i need to and make my strengths even better the here and now of this team is tied for third in the West Coast Conference. I don't know what's going on with Pepperdine, okay? I, I sent out a tweet on Saturday and I said, explain, explain that basketball team to me. They lose by two at home to Gonzaga. They beat you. They win at St. Mary's on the road. Then they lose by 22 at San Diego. But that's a good thing because now you're tied for third with Pepperdine uh, with a critical three-game home stretch approaching in West Coast Conference play. Uh, how how do you finish at least third or above in the West Coast Conference? What is the formula for BYU basketball? Uh, just worry about today. 
is the formula. You know, when we go to practice, just worry about getting better and focusing on what we need to do and then worry about tomorrow and just kind of have that mindset, day-to-day, game-to-day mindset. And, you know, when you, you, you think like that and you play like that, you can rattle off a lot of wins in a row. So we just got to take it day by day. All right, Kyle Collinsworth, congratulations, man. We appreciate you being here early on a Monday morning. And I don't know if you got to go take an ice bath or something right now. Or... Yeah, I probably should. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is, try and enjoy it as much as you can. But congratulations on the record. All right, thanks. Thanks, guys. A couple of interesting things I want to bring up uh, from Kyle on that, Brian. And, and one is that not and everyone wants to talk about the 11 months post-ACL surgery, but the mental and physical grind he had to go through day after day. I thought that was really telling a look into what he was dealing with mentally. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can only imagine being a, a former athlete and knowing how injuries take a toll on you mentally, but uh, that's something that could be career-ending, you know, never coming back. So, uh, you know, big ups to Kyle for, for getting through that. Once again, thanks to Kyle Collinsworth for joining us in studio. Up next, Blaine Fowler offers his opinion on just how impressive that mark is. The Cougar Club supporting BYU 623 student-athletes. Welcome to the club and welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. Spencer Linton and Brian Logan in Radio Vision on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Download the show podcast on iTunes or at BYUSportsNation.com. You're Jerem today, actually. Gotta get it right, man. Get it right. Get it right, Jerem. No. I'm going to start calling you David. Like Nixon? Yeah. You can't use him. He's not even a Bob, man. What do you, what do you, He's not a real Bob. He's not a real band of brother. Who would qualify? Uh, Jerem. Jerem, that, that's it? <laughs> Fair enough. Jerem. Let's refresh today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Kyle Collinsworth with a triple-double. BYU basketball beats LMU 87-68. Collinsworth sets the NCAA single-season record with five triple-doubles. They're now tied again with Pepperdine for third in the West Coast Conference. BYU women's hoops also beat LMU Morgan Bailey with a double-double. The ladies have won five straight and 12 of 13. You know who could qualify for Bob, now that I think about it? Yes. Our next guest, Blaine Fowler, Band of Brothers. Blaine, welcome back to BYU Sports Nation, man. How you doing? I'm good. What's going on, guys? We're just trying to figure out how in the world Kyle Collinsworth picked up a fifth triple-double 11 months after his ACL surgery. Have you been able to figure it out? Yeah, he's redonkulous. That's like one step. That's one step above ridiculous. He's just absolutely redonkulous. So. What, was, what was your initial reaction to Kyle breaking the record, and then uh, when you saw the fallout on Sports Center and all over social media? Well, well deserved, first of all. And you know what? When he got to three way back when, you and I were talking, Spencer. I, I thought he'd get six or seven this year, just because BYU's had to rely on him so much in the rebounding game. And, and when he's playing the point, he's going to get assists. He's got such great vision. So, so to me, the question is, does he score double figures, which he does? Um, you knew that it was going to happen. I mean, he's just that good. He's just such a unique talent. How many guys his size have the handles that he has with the basketball and then have the ability to go from the guard line and rebound? And then he's in a unique situation where they have to have him rebound. And so where they're not getting production in the rebounding game out of their front line, they're telling them, listen, you go after every board, offense, defense, you go. We'll rotate somebody else back to defend the transition, but your job is to rebound the basketball. He's unbelievably talented, but if BYU had two big guys that were rebounding the heck out of the basketball, his rebound total might be a little less. So with, with the way it's set up and the way this team is playing and what they rely on him to do, I, I thought he gets, I still think he gets another one and maybe two before the season's over. 
Uncle B, do you think that him breaking the record um, will really help build his resume for uh, the NBA and maybe in more more particular in ne- for going next year instead of you know staying for his senior year? I th- I think he needs to stay for his senior year and show the NBA folks that he has the range to shoot the basketball and and so I think for that reason he'll come back and. His his size makes him a, a really really intriguing NBA guy because you can put him out there. You know, we talk about Tyler Hawes, and the worry for him is is the in between sizes. You know, he shoots it really well. He's taken his outside shooting game to another level, so now his range is back to NBA three. Um, but there's always that question: Wait a minute, is he, you know, is he quick enough to play point? Is he big enough to play the two or the three? Can he guard people? Where with Kyle Collinsworth, you go, oh my goodness, he's a huge point. Can he play the point in the NBA? Um, and then people will go, well, does he go and play the two? If he's going to play the two, if guys that play the two in the NBA shoot lights out. And so, so that's that's the question on Kyle right now. And I think he's got everybody's attention now. And then they're going to look and say, okay, now let's watch and see how much he improves his ability to shoot the ball between now and next year. And if he takes a step forward just from an athletic standpoint, where he's big, he's agile, he can jump out of the gym, he can be physical – I think he can play in the NBA, but but he's got to take that that ability to shoot the basketball and show us that he can improve. And you want to know what? I don't doubt him one bit. Look what he did with his free throw shooting from last year to this year. Right. He, he answered that question. Now he goes and he answers the jump shooting question, and and I think from a size perspective, he's a nice fit. Dave Rose had some interesting comments about Kyle after the game, and and I agree with him. He said that while it's amazing. Quote, I hope we're not to the point where that's how he, Kyle, needs to play in order for us to be successful. Okay, we asked Kyle Collins with this question. He said, well, we need to rebound and find a way to get stops late in close games. Blaine, where do you see BYU needing to improve to be successful without having to rely so heavily on Kyle Collinsworth if there is another option? Well, so here's the problem they have so far. Look at last week as just a microcosm of their world for this year. So, so Pepperdine... They just struggle to defend inside without fouling. And so so in order for them to win that game, Kyle would have had to have a superhuman effort. And he had a, you know, for him, a double-double. Like, we're, we, we get worried when he only has 13 points and 10 rebounds, you know. It's just, it's just like, oh, a real off night for Kyle Collins. We'd all take that, right? Um, and, and they got scoring in that game, um, you know, you know out, out of Anson Winder but and, and Halford, but – it just wasn't enough because they couldn't defend inside. They only got eight rebounds out of their front court um, in that game against Pepperdine. And Pepperdine's two starting forwards, you know, Jet Reigns and Stacey Davis, they were 20 of 24 from the free throw line. They attempted 24 free throws That's crazy. in the game. 36 points they had combined. They were 8 of 11 from the field. So we just couldn't defend inside. Their quickness inside and their, 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 um, you know, their veteran play inside – just cost us all kinds of problems. So no matter how well um, you know we're playing, unless Kyle's superhuman and and BYU shoots lights out, um, there's just no chance for them. And they did, you know, they shot 47 percent from the field, but they let Pepperdine shoot 49 percent. You know, and they were only two, uh, four of 17 from from inside three point line. So, so so there's one thing inside they just couldn't defend. Now they go against Loyola and they do a better job, even though Okanji and Mornar had 25 points between them. They were 10 of nine from the field. That's still too much. But they, they defended better without fouling. They were only three of five from the free throw line. And BYU was was dominant on the glass. They out-rebounded by 17, so plus 17 in rebounding margin. 
LMU's not as good inside as Pepperdine is. They're not as athletic inside as Pepperdine is. And so the, the big glaring deficiency right now is that the BYU, when they play against teams with good scores and active guys inside, are struggling to rebound and they're struggling to defend inside. And then the only way BYU wins is if they're superhuman shooting the basketball. They've got to be unbelievable. Now, they get Pacific and St. Mary's this week. They shot the ball really well against both of these teams the last time they played. In fact, they were lights out against Pacific. Um, and, and, you know, they scored really, really well. Against St. Mary's, they actually shot the ball really well, but they had a minus 13 rebounding disadvantage. And so these are two teams they can beat, but they've got to get more production, especially defensively, um, inside if they're going to have a chance, especially when they're facing Waldo. Blaine Fowler with us on BYU Sports Nation, breaking down Kyle Collinsworth's record-setting performance for triple-doubles in a season, and now taking a look ahead at a critical home stretch for BYU basketball. You brought up St. Mary's on Thursday, Pacific on Saturday. St. Mary's has the only guy in the NCAA that's averaging a double-double, Blaine, Brad Waldo, 20 points and 10 rebounds. Who can answer the challenge against Brad Waldo inside from what you have seen this year for BYU? Well, they're going to have to do it by committee. And he's a little different. He's not like Jet Reigns and Stacey Davis from Pepperdine um, because he's more physical than they are. He's the most physical post player in the league. So that's a completely different challenge. He just overwhelms you with power. And and with him, the key to defending him is defend him before he gets the basketball. You've got to be tough with him. You've got to make him catch the ball three or four feet out further than he's comfortable and make him shoot shots there just a little bit further. And then you've got to get a body on him in in the rebounding game. And so, so when they played BYU the last time, he gets 24 and 14. That's just a normal game for Waldo. Just a normal game for Brad Waldo, right? And they, they, they've got to be more efficient against him and make him make tougher shots. He can't be 10 of 15 from the field. And that's what he was in that first game. So you just have to make him shoot. If you can keep him to 40% from the field and keep his rebounds down to 8 or 9, man, you've done an unbelievable job on that guy. And so, so it really is on the big guys to, to do a good job, and maybe, you know, maybe a little bit um, by committee. Corbin Kafusi's got to do do a good job of defending without fouling, and that's a tough thing when you're playing against somebody like that. In the first meeting, he had four four fouls, you know, and so you're going to have to get Andrus to play some minutes against him, Isaac Nielsen to play some minutes against him, Corbin Kafusi to play some minutes against him, Luke Worthington to play some. minutes How about Josh Sharp? Yeah, and you know what? Josh Sharp was impressive in that LMU game. What does he do? He comes off the bench or, 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 or comes in and starts at that forward position for the first time in a long, long time, and he goes and gets seven boards at four of them on the offensive end. You know, and The problem for Josh against Waldo is he matches up better with LMU's big guys because they're not quite as physical as Brad Waldo. And so, But Sharp can be a complimentary rebounder out there. If you're starting Corbin at the center and he's playing defense, now at least you've got Josh Sharp weak side rebounding over there and getting you some, some things done. You think about that LMU game. Kavusi had six boards and Josh Sharp had seven boards. Uh, the, the, the front line had 16 boards combined compared to that Pepperdine game where they had eight total rebounds from that front line. But they need to get 16 to 20 rebounds out of the front line um, against St. Mary's if they're going to have a chance in that one. I know somebody that Dave Rose could use on the football team. <laughs> of course, Mendenhall just picked up uh, six foot seven, four hundred and ten pounds. Motokai Langi is that how you pronounce it? Motokai. Motokai. Taukolo Langi. Yes. We'll just call him Langi. And you know what? Here's the one thing he could do against Brad Waldo. I guarantee it 
that if he tries to move Brad Waldwatt a little bit further off the block, that he could do that. <laughs> <laughs> he can definitely. He might be able to push Brad Waldo all the way out to the elbow, you know, but. <laughs> Then Brad Waddle's going to catch the ball face up and blow right by him. That's going to be the problem. Blaine, BYU <laughs> won social media this week with Kyle Collinsworth rounding it out, the NCAA record fifth triple-double in a single season, and then media day. I mean, he was greater than Snoop Dogg's son, Cordell Broadus. Okay? <laughs> how, how in the world did BYU and Motokiailangi win on such a, a, an important day? And there goes something from the set. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> On such an important day in sports. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Well, because there just haven't been guys that size that come into the game. And, I mean, his story is such an interesting story because he's, he's not played. So we really don't know. We're, you know, everybody's covering the beginning of this story. And so when he gets back and he lines up, I mean, can he play a lick? We don't know. I mean, it would seem like he's agile enough from looking at him in rugby and some of these other things. He looks like he's got decent feet, but we don't know if he has an ounce of meanness in his body to get out there with pads on and, and play. And, and people go, well, look what BYU did with, uh, uh, with Ziggy, right? Well, Ziggy's like a freak of nature. Right. Like, nobody runs that fast for how big he is. It's ridiculous. Like, you can't so, – so with him, you look at Ziggy and they go, okay, we – figure out something with this guy. Like, if worst case scenario, he can run down and cover kicks because he's a huge guy that can run. Um, so, so with Longy, it's just like it really is a long shot. But, but if he can be a little bit mean and, and he can, can hold the line of scrimmage, imagine him putting him in at the nose and just saying, you know what, just bull rush and knock these two guys back into the backfield. That, that changes the game. I mean, think about University of Utah when Starlo Lele was there. Every single game, you had to game plan because he was just so strong. He could knock two of your offensive linemen back into the backfield. Yeah. So you, ch- you change your entire offense to game plan around a defensive tackle or a nose. If, if this kid can live up to his size and be a dominant physical player inside, man, all of a sudden BYU's middle backers get back up there with 100 tackles like we like to see him have. Blaine, great. He's just... He's eating blocks. <laughs> right. <laughs> Blaine, great to talk to you, as always. Kyle Collinsworth with a triple-double record and Motakiai Longi hopefully dominate some fools on the defensive line. We'll talk to you soon again, Blaine. All right, guys. Good to talk to you. With the generous support of the Cougar Club, BYU's 623 student-athletes, that's a lot, that is a lot. are role models, leaders, graduates, and champions. Be willing to help them succeed with your donation, and welcome to the club. I guarantee if BYU can get in the mind of Motokiai Langi when he gets back, that you can take care of your posterity, your family, by knocking the crap knocking out of the guys in front of you. Right. <laughs> Not knocking them out. Give him You're a concussion. That's yes. a, he, you don't think he wants to take care of his yeah, family? Forever. Forever have to work Done. again. That's my approach anyway. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. My name is Spencer Linton alongside Brian Logan. We've had a great show today. Kyle Collinsworth here to set the tone after he set an NCAA record with his fifth triple-double in studio. We just talked to Blaine Fowler about Kyle's mark, what BYU needs to do to try and make a run. at their very, very quickly diminishing shot of getting into the NCAA tournament. And then, of course, Motakiailangi stealing the show. What a right. week for BYU social media. Yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been fun, man. You always know it's a fun show when you look up at the clock and you're like, wait a minute, I got five minutes left? I got ten <laughs> minutes left here? Where did the time go? But, you know, it's always fun with you, man. And, uh, 
you know, I'm just very, very grateful to be here. I'd like to invite day. you back tomorrow as well. I, you know, I accept. I accept. And I'll take you to lunch, too, my friend. On me. Don't tomorrow? worry about it. Tomorrow? I got you. Oh, actually, no. I can't. I'm sorry. Oh, Brian. I'm sorry. I know. I was like I was like a parent at, like, Disneyland, huh? Like, are you going to go to Disneyland? Oh, wait. Actually, no. I'm sorry. I forgot. I got to. I'm, I'm going to pound the desk again and make I'm something else I'm going out of town, off. man. I forgot. I forgot. <sighs> But I did change my flight up so I can come tomorrow. Nice. Thank you for doing that. <laughs> no problem. No. That's a, that's a, that's a, I'm just trying to be a team player, you know, a Bob, unlike David Nixon. <laughs> Another shot fired across the BYU Sports Nation bow. Hey, remind you, Friday, gymnastics. The BYU women back uh, on their home floor in the Smithfield House. You can watch that live on BYU TV, 9 Eastern, 7 Mountain Time. Myself and Megan Donahue on the call. Megan's the expert. I'm just kind of the narrator there, taking us from you're, event you're, to event. You're the host, man. That's that's how I feel when I'm on this show. You know, you're the expert. I'm just here to, you know, make people laugh and giggles and things like that and, you know, talk and ramble like I'm doing right now and waste time. <laughs> <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> what is the most impressive part of Kyle Collins or setting the NCAA triple-double record? Let's get to some of your tweets. Tweet, tweet. At 65, S. Johnson, that he did it in Coach Rose's 250th win. Hmm. Now that's, and again, is that another huge oversight by everybody across the nation that roots for BYU? A, yeah. a marquee win. I'm, I'm hitting the desk again. I need to be careful. For right. Coach Rose, 250 wins in 10 seasons. That's remarkable. I mean, it's just a great accomplishment. I mean, something like that is definitely going to be the, the topic. Uh, and and it, when you look at how many people have done that and who's on that list, yeah, other things, you know, like Coach Rose and, and his success and, and Tyler Haas, you know, hitting 20-plus points again, it's going to get overshadowed. Now, he that's averaging right now 25 wins per season, more than that. Can BYU somehow, some way, by some miracle – Get to 25 wins this season. Hey, I believe in miracles. You believe in miracles. We all believe in miracles. I think we just need to pray. You know, prayer changes things. Are we getting the blue goggles? Yes. Okay, I'm doing the blue ones. I'm in the big ones. Yeah, you might need those. Get you the might, big you ones might out, need the man. extra we need, large blue yeah, goggles. Yeah, we need the extra blue goggles, the extra karma. Anything that we can get, man. We should wear blue. Like, I'm wearing blue today. You got blue jeans. All you got blue shoes on. We should just wear blue just until the end of the season, man. Just extra karma. Like, if you are, ladies and gentlemen, if you are writing, you know, on a notepad or something, get a blue marker. You know, if you want some Starburst or some Skittles or some Gushers, make sure that they're blue. Just think blue. Right? Think blue, man. Blue know it. That's what I'm going to think. Okay, let's hashtag that, Spencer. You, you tweet because I don't know how to tweet. <laughs> hashtag think blue. At Pete Chat. That big Russia's – okay, this is his response to the most impressive part. And he agrees with you, Brian. That Big Russia Five's hair always looked great with just a hint of modernity. Mo- modernity. I don't even know how modernity? to say it. <laughs> Modernness. Modernity. I don't think that's a word. Mo- modernity. Yeah, Modernness while doing it. Hashtag BYUSN. That makes sense to me. See, somebody that doesn't know how to read. Modernity. That makes sense. Is modernity a word? <laughs> I don't know. We knew what he was saying. What he thought he said. <laughs> what he tried to say. What he tried to think. <laughs> hey, you know what happens on September fifth? Down to the Cornhuskers. 208. My anniversary. That's I'm really worried about that. I'm Every worried too, man. Every time you bring that up, I don't know what you're going to do. See, I got you're going to be working that day, I, man. I just got that look. I'm staring into space like, man, hit me again. I don't know what's going to happen. Half work, half play. I don't know, man. What's Mrs. Logan going to do? She doesn't care. She's like, yeah, you can work. I don't care. I'm like, what? Oh, you, I knew you didn't love me. Just buy me some diamonds and take me to a five-star resort. Right. For that. <laughs> exactly. That simple. 
Up next, the whip. BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. What shall we do now, Brian? Uh, it's time for miracles. the Cougar Whip-Around. <laughs> Men's basketball. Kyle Collinsworth set an NCAA record for triple-doubles in the single season with his fifth trip-dub. Saturday at LMU in a 19-point win for BYU. He's one shy of tying the all-time record with six. His next opportunity comes against St. Mary's on Thursday. Women's basketball. Morgan Bailey and Lexi Eaton combined for 44 points in a win over LMU on Saturday. The win is the fifth straight uh, win for the Cougars. Men's volleyball. The men's team beat Cal Baptist 3-1 on Friday and swept Saturday's match. Brandon Sander had a team-high 10 kills on Saturday. Matt Underwood had a career-high 7 blocks in the win. Cougars in the PGA. Tour rookie Zach Blair finished tied for 11th at the Farmers Insurance Open after shooting 6-under for the tournament. He earns a paycheck of $129,000. His winnings at just over a half a million this season. Lunch on Zach. Yes. Gymnastics. BYU scored a 195.45. That's second best on the season. In a tri-meet with 15th-ranked Boise State and 19th-ranked Denver, Cougar gymnast Jill Van Merlo tied for first place in the all-around. She's a freshman Ooh. with a 39.325. She's been named the Gymnast of the Week by the Mountain Rim Gymnastics Championship. Softball. Softball team fell in their final game of the Kijiwaka? Is that how you say that? Chiyakawawa. Uh Kahikawa. The Kahikawa. The Kahikawa Classic. Hyundai, Hyundai Classic 3-1 to one to Cal Poly. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help. When you need it most, DexterLaw.com. We would be foolish not to give it to Kyle Collinsworth yes. for what he pulled off Salute. over the weekend. Well done, Kyle. Thanks to Mr. Collinsworth. His Twitter handle is Big Russia 5 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Blake Fowler and everyone on our crew. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BYU Sports Nation. The show on demand on BYUTV.org slash BYUSN. Thank Brian. Blue. Thank Blue, everybody. <laughs> Not Spencer. <laughs>